you know, this the, the whole world has been becoming quickly digital. But if anything, it looks like the pandemic gave it a real shot in the arm and nobody's mailing checks anymore or anything else. It looks like everything is electronic, which bodes well for MoneyGram. I mean, they were doing this. You know, you could walk into a convenience store on Montford and have your money show up in rupees in India a uh, long time ago. And they're behind all that. And now it's getting even bigger. The chairman and CEO of MoneyGram is Alex Holmes. He joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Hey, it's, uh, it's great to be uh, great to be back with you, David. Thank you for uh, having me today. So, so I saw the earnings out the other day. Your earnings were good. Uh, revenue is kind of flat versus a year ago, but not many people can say that. You know, yeah. in this sort of environment, are you are you helped by this sort of environment right now? Yeah, well, we're we're definitely benefiting from it in a, in a big way, as you as you mentioned earlier. You know, digital is uh, is on a tear, and for us, it's been um, twelve consecutive months of triple digit cross border growth, uh, really driven by uh, the strength of our uh, MoneyGram.com app, uh, which is available in you know about thirty five countries uh, around the world right now, and a lot of digital partnerships we have in a, in many other uh, places around the world as well. the The biggest challenge we've had has been like everyone else, which, you know, which is lockdowns and enclosures of uh, retail locations and a lot of the restrictions on people, you know, you know uh, movement, right, and being able to, to get out and do what they, they normally do. So, um, yeah, we, we are definitely um, in a position where, you know, way back when in, in March, April last year, you know, we didn't know what the future would look like. But, you know, here we are, um, you know, almost a year later. And, you know, I couldn't be more proud of uh, the performance we had in, in 2020 for sure. You know, it seemed like a lot of your business was coming from people working, you know, abroad and then sending money back home. I mean, but a lot of those people aren't working right now. So I'm, I'm surprised it hasn't had a negative impact on your business. Yeah, well, that's a very interesting point. And, and I think it is one that uh, we continue to look at and, and definitely continue to um, to uh, spend a lot of time and energy, you know, really focus on the well-being of the consumers. Uh, we actually amazingly... You know, David, you would think that that would have been the case that, you know, many people would be um, out of work and, and struggling. But we always find that, you know, our, our target consumer base, a lot of them being migrants, have been very resilient. And in fact, when we interviewed uh, a number of those consumers back in December, we really found that, you know, 70 percent of them said they intended to not only continue to send money home and, and did during the pandemic, but actually sent more money home than they ever had. We actually had a 27 percent increase in a cross-border principal stint, um in the fourth quarter, which was uh, one of the strongest performances we've, we've ever had. So, That's astounding. You know, yeah, it really, it really has been. And I think a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, the, the need of the, the receivers, right? And, and the fact that, you know, despite the challenges of finding work, you know, people are very resilient. You know, migrants have a lot of commitment back to their family. Some of them have tapped into savings to send money back home and others have, pivoted their 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 work to find you know new jobs um doing different things and um really have been able to you know sustain that that uh, that growth and send home because they're very concerned about the well-being uh whether that's you know education or food or shelter um it's a very important part of their lives and so you know strong testament to their will and their uh and their drive you know when i think of money grab i the, the middle image i get is you know taking your cash going into a convenience store, giving it to a clerk, he fills out some paperwork, you fill out some paperwork, and then, I don't know, somehow the money ends up abroad where just the reverse takes place. 
where somebody comes in, signs some paperwork, gets the money, and walks out. But a lot of your money, a lot of this transfer is being digitized now, and it's it's more and more of your business. That's got to cut your overhead. That's got to make you more profitable, doesn't it? Yeah, well, to a, to a large degree, it does. And and I will tell you, you know, your your image of our company and what you think about is um, it's it's uh, it's still very true in a number of places. But it has it is becoming more and more of an older image of of the company and not really who we are today. You know, thirty percent of all of our transactions are actually digital, um, which is pretty remarkable. And up from you know about uh, about fourteen percent, probably eighteen to two years, eighteen months to two years ago. So. That growth has really been, you know, um, definitely helped by, um, you know, the shift in, in consumer behavior from from coronavirus pandemic. But it was already under on its way before we were sustaining, you know, double digit growth, uh, strong double digit growth and expanding into many markets and really just finding a new consumer um, coming on board. We've also expanded um, greatly our receive side capabilities. And so more and more every day, consumers are sending money. Um, into bank accounts, consumers are sending money to digital wallets and um, utilizing um, things like Visa Direct, where they're actually sending directly to uh, someone else's debit card for receipt of payment. These, these forms go ahead. Migrate. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I was just saying these these are these these trends are are, are you know um, shifting um, very very quickly. I always think also that your customer is the unbanked or underbanked, but it sounds like it's a combination. They have bank accounts, but they still use MoneyGram. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you, you, I mean, you really do need to, to be banked in order to, um, to send online. Uh, and you're seeing, you know, a lot of, um, you know, new, new types of challenger banks. You're seeing uh, really a proliferation of governments around the world um, pushing for financial inclusion, uh, which is um, increasing um, consumers' access to bank accounts. You're seeing more and more companies stepping away from paychecks and cash payments and shifting toward um, pushing people into bank accounts and paying money into bank accounts. And a lot of this is around concerns related to um you know, fraud and, and, and loss of funds and savings and, and, you know, governments have done, you know, a reasonably good job of that. And, and certainly there are, you know, still millions upon millions of people that don't have access to bank accounts or millions of consumers around the world that need cash instantly. And, and that's where that, you know, that, 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 you know, older part of our business, that traditional part of our business, you know, still provides a tremendous amount of value. I mean, consumers still choose cash pickup more than any other alternative, um, around the world, and obviously, seventy percent of our customers are still sending cash um, on a daily basis. But the trend towards digital and the and the incredible growth rates there is really being perpetuated by you know technology growth, um, the use of smartphones, the incredible pull and strength of apps on smartphones, um, the speed of internet, and and really just again this financial inclusion drive for get more people into the banking world and, and help secure their financial um, future. It seems like more and more the only thing we hear about is cryptocurrency and bitcoins yeah. and, and that sort of thing. You guys had a relationship with who was it Ripple Labs and and this yep. sort of XRP uh, currency that I, and I gather you don't anymore. But um, is that mainstream? And is that and I don't think Bitcoin's a currency. It seems like maybe an investment, maybe a good one, maybe a bad one, but not much of a currency. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, 
definitely an exciting time right now. And yes, you know, we've have, have had a, uh, a relationship with, with Ripple for, you know, a couple of years and uh, we've learned just an incredible amount, you know, in terms of uh, utilization of blockchain and our focus on uh, what, what crypto you know, currency is and what it can be and, and what that future holds. And I'm still very bullish on, on all of that. And, and, you know, kind of, you know, the idea of the, of the future of money. I do think that there is a, a regulatory challenge right now, um, particularly, you know, for, for Ripple, but for a lot of these in terms of, yeah, is it currency? Is it an asset? Is it a security? Um, but, you know, that all being said, you know, it's undeniable sort of the interest uh, and the drive um, that in the impact that's having on consumers on a daily basis and, you know, sort of their interest in, in participating in that. So, you know, we're doing a lot um, around the world um, to, um, you know, help facilitate understanding of, of that. And, and I think it's something that continues to, to need to be understood more broadly and that, you know, I do believe consumers should have um, an equal understanding of, but, you know, an equal amount of access to as well as these do continue to proliferate and grow. So it is exciting times. And, you know, I think it's going to, all chain, you know, tokenization of data through blockchain, tokenization of money, um, you know, what, you know, companies like Facebook are, have been trying to do. I mean, th these things are all going to come, um, you know, and, and I think we all need to be prepared for it and embrace it and, and figure our way through it. It's like the early days of the Internet, as far as I'm concerned, when you start thinking about blockchain and, and Bitcoin, you know, we don't know what the future will look like, but we have some idea of how it's developing today. And, you know, MoneyGram in particular wants to be at the forefront of that. It seems like in its purest form, it would be sort of a universal currency. So I don't have to give you dollars that you in turn, you know, turn into pounds and I lose some money in the in the transfer or rupees or euros or whatever else. But if you can yes, have sir. a universal currency. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's what's interesting. I mean, one of the one of the, the, the newest things in 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 uh, crypto or in blockchain today is really stable coins, right? And stable coins, the idea here is that, you know, it's not really a crypto, but it is a tokenized uh, piece of value that's tied to a currency and backed by that currency. So it's definitely very interesting in terms of um, different applications. And, and again, for the same thing, right, which is, you know, how do you focus on value? How do you focus on the facilitation and flow of funds um, around the world? And, you know, uh, I've always said, and I think we've talked about this, that, you know, sending money cross border um, seems like it should be simple to a lot of people, but it's actually incredibly complicated. And that's largely because most governments um, are, you know, doing their best to um, monitor their people and control their currencies and ensure that they have a, you know, a, a strong and stable country. And, you know, they don't want to be disrupted by these things. Right. But yet when you have the, you know, a, a revolution coming like you do in the form of crypto, you have to kind of watch that and pay attention to it. And because there is a lot of value that can be derived from it. And there's obviously a lot of concern and risk as these things develop and grow, but, you know, definitely um, embracing it and trying to work through it is critically important. And I think that, you know, these coming years are going to help us define that. Yeah. It's a fascinating time to be in your business because everybody's talking about it. Alex yeah, Holmes, uh, chairman and CEO of MoneyGram. It's always good to spend some time with you. Thank you for the time. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. I much, much appreciate it. Thanks for more of our conversation with Mr. Holmes. Go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.